Hey guys, and welcome back to Culture Boys, a show where two guys just want to have a chat. I'm Nathan, and I'm joined by Pepe as always. And this week, we're going to talk about Stranger Things Season 4. How you doing, Peps? I'm very good, Nathan. I'm very good. I'm ready to talk about what arguably for me, which is probably one of the best seasons of Stranger Things, like in its entirety. Uh, and the memes that have come from this, you know your boy loves the memes. I don't know if you've seen <laughs> the uh, the Gregory Brothers, Shmoe Yoho. You know, the guys that did that. I the, actually haven't. It? They did, uh, basically, it's gone kind of viral on TikTok right now. But the, you know the first episode of season four? Where yeah. Eddie discovers Chrissy's like in the upside down kind of yeah. thing. Well, he doesn't know that, that at the time, but <laughs> he's like, "Chrissy, wake up!" And like <laughs> the Gregory brothers have auto tuned it. <laughs> so it's like Chrissy wake up I don't like this <laughs> and like it's <laughs> an amazing song like obviously I'm straight off the bat like talking about this because it is like my favorite thing right now the song is on Spotify <laughs> and it's been on my on repeat playlist as well so I have been Jeez. looping this thing <laughs> it's really good I'll check it out I might uh, send it to you afterwards but yeah I, yeah I, I have to check it out afterwards jumping straight I... into that <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes so it needs to be said it, there will be probably spoilers absolutely we're not we're just going to be talking about the whole season things we liked things we didn't like but in general we figured you've had enough time yeah right about a week and a half almost two weeks or whatever like rule of thumb is that's about enough time i mean spoilers like I was just checking, like, Netflix's socials actually posted, like, one of the biggest ending bits. So I think if Netflix themselves are posting these scenes from the final episode, we're good to talk about this. Yeah. But yeah, um, where do we even start with this? <laughs> um, I don't know, but I will... I guess just because it's also relevant, because it literally happened, like, yesterday or the day mm -hmm. before. Yeah. Noah Schnapp, the actor who plays Will... Confirmed that Will is in love with Mike. Oh, okay. He actually confirmed it. Okay. Yeah. He, he apparently he's confirmed yeah. that his character Will is gay and is in love with Mike. Okay. Makes yeah. a lot of sense if you've seen the season. To be fair. Yeah. He's been acting weird. It's it's kind it's kind of like it's this thing that is kind of like is everyone knows it but it's unspoken. Yeah. It's like and you don't yeah. want to like assume. Yeah. But it's kind of like. It's yeah, there. it's there. Yeah, no, no one mentions it, but like it's there. Like, um, it's it's cool that they're going in that direction with the character, though. I think it's cool that like um they got yeah. that. Obviously, like, <laughs> it, 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 I'm interested to see how that plays out in the final season as well. With that, um, <laughs> that'll be awkward. Yeah, I mean, especially like God, I feel like there's got to be like a lot of uh, there's gonna be a lot of loose ends tied up with that kind of thing because obviously you got Jonathan and Nancy as well. Yeah, who are on the rocks. Like Nancy's like secretly in love with steve by the looks of it <laughs> steve is still in love with nancy and has always yeah. been so like so it's kind of like they're um like jonathan and nancy kind of on the rocks at the moment so it kind of looks like they're going towards steve and nancy but like it's hard to tell right now it's it's, it's so hard to tell like what's going on i know and it, it, there's a lot in this season as well but like mm. i was seen online like after it came out mm -hmm. that people were like oh this is the the best season we've had in a while it's like a return to form so i guess people didn't like 
season two and three? Well, this is the thing. Like, I like looking back on Stranger Things as a whole. I don't think any season's actually been that bad. Yeah, I don't think so. I think I've I've loved every season that's come out. But obviously, there's like there's highs and lows. Yeah. Um, I don't think season. I thought season three was great. I thought it was the best one of like up until, like up until four. I actually really loved season three. I mean, season three hurts because you yeah. know Billy in it. <laughs> Yeah, a bit Alexi. Like, I was like, my guy. Yeah. Like, I remember when Alexi got shot. I was like, bro, <laughs> not my <laughs> Russian boy. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Alexi, Billy, yeah, those are like some good characters we lost. Uh, I mean, I feel like Billy could have done with a bit more character development um, because there were some bits in season two where he was there doing bits. In season three, he literally just got killed and was made the villain. But I feel like it could have been yeah. some more character development for Billy. I mean, yeah, it's tragic how he died and stuff, and it's he had like his little redemption at the end, but like, I don't know, I feel but they could have like, done more of him. Or they could have, but then it all sort of plays into this season as well. Yes, that he didn't have all that character development. Yeah, you know, like that's another thing, though. Like this whole Max storyline for this season. Mm. She's got it rough, bro. I mean, honestly, like, <laughs> they gave her some sick storyline. That's the thing, because in season two and three, like, she's had a storyline, but it's never she's never been, like, the front, you know what I mean? Yeah, and she didn't really do much. But, like, yeah, this one, like, they came through, and the story for Max is absolutely unreal. Like, they've really come through with that. Oh, man. She... <sighs> Again, like I said, she had it rough. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like the aftermath of losing Billy and then coming to terms with how she really felt. Yeah. And then the fact that she's like being hunted by Vecna or Henry or number one or <laughs> like that's also a running joke, but you know. Yeah. Like that's that's the one thing. Like, yeah, she like she has had it really rough this season. But <laughs> yeah. like it really does showcase um oh, is it Sadie Sink, the actor of Max? Yeah. So uh, like think. really just showcase her acting and like that like phenomenal. Like, I think all of them are like really well acted. I don't think there's any bad performances at all. Nah, they, they killed it this season. Like I, I feel the performances were like so good. Although yeah. I feel sorry for Steve because just dude gets beat up every season. <laughs> he doesn't get to do a whole lot except for complain and then get his ass kicked. I mean, but he's still one of the most iconic characters of the series. I <laughs> I mean that's that's the one thing you could always count on. From a, like a Stranger Things season, like ever since, like obviously his character development has been the best throughout the whole, oh like, yeah, the whole thing in my opinion. Because obviously in season one he started off as the bully, he was an asshole, and then he comes through like in season two, like he comes through right at the end of season one and you're sick. Season two gets even better. Season three, like him and Dustin's like relationship is like just top tier. Bro, that bromance is just whole throughout the whole level. thing. <laughs> that is incredible. And like they brought that back like with this season as well, but then obviously you had Eddie and um, Dustin as well, which were like that yeah. was also a very iconic duo. Um, there's so like Dustin himself is a character that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, him and Steve, man, like I, I've I've loved Steve has always been one of my favorite characters in the whole series. Steve's my boy. Yeah, man. Oh, he's great. Um. Yeah, like you said, he said it a bit rough. Like he gets he gets attacked every season. I think they do that on purpose though, because I think they actively know that Steve is such a well loved character. Like by putting him in danger, it's like, don't you kill the boy? Don't you fucking kill him? He's like my favorite. <laughs> like people go nuts if they actually did kill Steve. I think everyone would be like, nah, fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> up in arms, man. Yeah, up in arms. I, 
at least he gets like he got a, like a small redemption this season though because you know you know when they, they go into the upside down mm-hmm. spoilers yeah um and then you know he's getting attacked by the bats yes and yeah. he just goes like full on like fucking rage and he mm-hmm. just starts smashing it about like Brody, mm. you know like or like the whole he's just smashing this thing about because it's biting him and then they're all just like staring at him like what the fuck oh man absolutely yeah he's he's, he's just been sick like this whole thing like just coming through <laughs> i mean <laughs> there's like certain bits with steve like his story like, i think um obviously they had to do the whole eddie and dusting f- D- dustin thing at the end we'll talk about eddie in a bit because i feel like we have to talk about eddie oh um, dude we're definitely gonna talk about yeah. eddie but um but like i think Obviously, like for the final episode where Steve, Nancy, and Robin come through, um, like and try and like take down Vecna, like while he's trying to take down Max. Um, yeah. there were certain bits with that where I found a bit like, uh, is this as believable? Because, like, obviously they go into the house, try and avoid the vines or whatever, and then they get caught up. They like, they like, all, like the three of them are. Kind of like on death's door. Then Eleven. What? Meanwhile, while Eleven's saving Max, Eleven kind of like puts a stop to Vecna, like at the time being. And then the three of them come through and take down Vecna, like pushing through the window and stuff. My only gripe with that, right, is that Vecna has shown that he has powers and he can use them whenever. Meanwhile, these three teenagers come in to the attic shoot him with shotguns and molotovs and he's like ah no i can't take him down realistically vecna would a hundred percent be able to take those guys down right normally but it's the molotovs because you know everything in the upside down is weak to fire yeah but it doesn't like fire and they threw fire at him so he's on fire he's weaker now yeah that's that's a very good point but But (laughs) the main point i have is just before then Mm -hmm. is that realistically with that passage of time, the three of them would have been dead. Yeah, absolutely. Because they are being choked, right, by Vecna's, mm. like, tentacle things. And they're being pinned to the wall. Yeah. And they look like they are losing breath really fast. Mm-hmm. They would have been dead way before in, they could even do anything. In a matter of seconds, honestly. They'd be gone in a matter yeah. of seconds. And right then, it turned into, like, fucking Dragon Ball Z, like, Namek time. Where it was, like, yeah. five minutes <laughs> five minutes turned into, like, half hour. This is, like, yeah. <laughs> they survived way longer than I feel that like they should have. Yeah, exactly. And, like, if you look at the timeline... Everyone else is doing so much stuff in that time, and all they're doing is being choked. Yeah. But he's like thick ass fucking tentacles. You'd be dead, dude. Yeah. You wouldn't have the chance to <laughs> come back, pick up your shotgun and yeah. your fucking axe and whatever and all that, and make molotovs and then head up and <laughs> kick Vecna's ass. Like, it's, you, it's, you're gone. It's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of it is uh, quite. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, there's. There were so many little things that I'm like, ah, that's a bit. Of a I thing. think there are certain things. I think there's a bit about um, Henry's story as well, which had like, honestly, like I absolutely love the, the twist of uh, Henry oh, being dude, back now. This, that has one. been such a good twist. Yeah. And like how it all sort of links back to like Hawkins, like history. I will say this is like, um, this is, I was saying this to you earlier, Nathan, that I have two favorite episodes of this season. Uh, uh, yes. W- number five, episode five, which is Dear Billy. 
I think it's episode five. It might yeah. be episode four. Like either one. I episode think episode four, dear Billy. Oh, it's episode four, dear Billy. Yeah, dear yeah, Billy yeah. is what well, uh, my first favorite because one, <laughs> it has that epic like um, ending to it. You know where Max is about to be t- yeah. like, killed by Vecna, but then like they come through, put the Kate Bush on, and like she has a <laughs> flashback, and then like she like she kicks him, and then she starts running, but he's like throwing all sorts of shit at her while she's yeah. running, and then there's the flashbacks and. Literally, I was glued to the TV. I was watching like, oh my God, is she going to survive? There's certain bits where like, you've seen the montage, you've seen the flashback and that feels like, oh my God, they could easily kill her right now. If they go kill her, it's this point. And she's running and it's like all sorts of the Kate Bush is going on and man, <laughs> that, that fucking scene is unreal. Honestly, like a 10 out of 10 for that. Um, that is like, honestly, like that episode <laughs> top tier. My next. Well, plus, that's like, sorry. Before we get to the next episode, episode four is also where they talk to Victor, and all that is just creepy as fuck. Oh part. god, because that's the guy that plays fucking Freddy Krueger as well. Yeah, I mean that's what I've been told. I, I yeah. don't know. I've never I seen think, the films. I, I mean, no, I've never seen the films either. But it's quite. Uh, I love to see in the memes of the irony that uh, <laughs> what was it uh, Vecna's haunting Victor's dreams. Whereas Freddy Krueger <laughs> is known <laughs> for getting the trees, yeah. <laughs> I see. Yeah, like, I feel like it's it's great casting. Honestly, it's great casting. Oh yeah, there. and it I feel like they like... should be like. I think they knew the irony of it <laughs> while casting. Hundred <laughs> percent. But yeah, episode four, solid mm. one. Absolutely, like that. That was that one, and like going on to the whole Vecna thing, episode seven, which was the end of volume one, which was basically the explanation behind. Henry one Vecna, like that whole detail of like who oh he that was. episode yeah that that like the twist that's where the twist came through that it's like oh it's number one is <laughs> Vecna number one is Henry and all of it just linking together was such a freaking good twist and it's it's the it's the switch up as well um what was it uh, uh the actor's name Jamie. Uh, like I love how literally just by sweeping his hair back and a facial expression, he went from the guy that's like, "Hey, I'm gonna help," like slightly creepy, to actually major psychopath. <laughs> literally the like the acting yeah, that's like that absolutely... that's like anime shit, isn't it? Yeah, like do something to the hair, something happens. It's like yeah. Gohan, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone's like, "Oh, you know, it's ultimate because the yeah. bang is down." Yeah, <laughs> or it's like Eisen, <laughs> where it's like, yeah, yeah, it? his like... Hair, takes the glasses off, sweeps his hair back. He's he's bad now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, so, someone on the team watches too much anime. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, like, um, that that guy's acting is superb. Like, love that. Like, I think he's he's done like he's come out like absolutely. Yeah, like it's that that whole reveal. Mm. Especially like when you're binge watching and when you're not, like maybe not fully paying attention because you don't expect him to be anything really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because like when you first introduced to him, he's just like another like orderly. Yeah. And he just sort of talks and you're like, oh, okay, hmm. maybe just because they're in that environment, he's yeah. got lines. He might not be like a super important character. Hmm. It's like it kind of and- felt like. Um... Was it like it could have easily just been a figment of like Elle's imagination as well? Yeah, exactly. Or someone they like Mm. faked to put in there to guide her, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you have no idea. He might not really actually be that important, but then it turns out like he is 
the big bad. Like he's the major force behind it all. Like they frame it literally like Papa's the bad guy, and he's yeah. like go like he's the one that's like keeping him captive and like like <laughs> uh, Henry's the one that's actually trying to help him all. And he's like, oh okay, I'll get, I'll help you all. Right, I hope you escape. And that plays away, out like almost the entire season. The whole time you're led to believe that like Papa's raised these like little demons, and yeah. Eleven is like murdered them all yeah and like henry just frames himself as this guy that's the savior oh i can help you out that what papa's doing is wrong let's like escape together then he obviously <laughs> fucking 11 frees him basically unleashes his fucking demon himself like the biggest bad ever <laughs> and yeah. then it's like yeah oh it's uh <laughs> it's bad <laughs> but um no nah, he's like he's such a fucking sick actor and the twist is incredible like and... oh man that's that twist like still gets me. I didn't realize this, but um, apparently, you know, when Vecna's first like revealed in like the early stages of the season, um, was it his name? Uh, was it uh, Jamie Campbell Bower? He is mm-hmm. like actually credited as Vecna in oh. like the first few episodes, and <laughs> uh, if you <laughs> if you knew who that was, if you check the credits and realize Vecna's played by this person, and you know who Jamie is. It's kind of a spoiler <laughs> for the final episode when you see that he comes through <laughs> and plays Henry, <laughs> like the one, ah. like in the early stages. You're like, oh, okay then. So that's Vecna. <laughs> you, he's uh, it kind of spoils the whole season at that point. But you have to know who the actor is to actually. Okay, well, get that. at least though, for most, and I feel like this is safe to say, right? Most people, by the time you get to the credits. You're not paying attention. Honestly, that is the thing. Because I didn't realize that. And when you're watching this thing like Stranger Things, you want to just be like, okay, cool. I want to go to the next episode. I don't care about the credits. Well, yeah, that too. If you're binge watching on Netflix, like normally a thing comes up like next episode. And then like that thing Mm. shoots through and like you're on the next episode before like the credits have probably gotten like... 10% 10% of the way through. Yeah, and like this ain't no Marvel stuff. This ain't no like end <laughs> like end credit scene either. You're literally just going on to the straight the next thing. You're not waiting around yeah. for those credits to play out. Um but no, yeah, that that whole twist got me. So those two episodes, Dear Billy and the uh, Massacre at Hawkins Lab is like those two episodes like top tier, which is kind of why I feel um volume 2 was good, but I was so hyped from episode seven, the final episode of volume one, that I don't think those two episodes matched up completely to that. And so I felt like, even though I loved volume two, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as the end of volume one. Okay. Do you think, though, if they had split it differently, that you might have enjoyed volume two more? Like, let's say... Let's say they didn't put any of the twist in volume one. Yeah. Right. So you're still led. Let's say it ended at episode six. So you're still led to believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. All the other stuff. And mm. then the volume two is the twist of volume of episode seven, eight and nine. Like, and it's all just twist conclusion. Mm-hmm. Do you think you would have preferred it then? I think I tell you what, like it is obviously adding and subtracting because obviously that's the thing <laughs> episode seven like ended so well and that's what gets you hyped for season for volume two yeah um obviously take that away and you have a not as good volume one and realistically would i i think 
I would, I might have been a bit more, I wouldn't have had the hype for volume two though, as high as it was, if we took that episode away. Um, I would still be excited to do it, because I've kind of like, took a whole weekend (laughs) to binge watch uh, (laughs) volume one when it came out. Um, And I was like, it's really tough, it's a really tough question that, because I do, I do think if, if episode seven was in volume two, I probably would have been a lot more hype. Let's put it that way. Yep. It would be an amazing start to volume two because volume two as well, it has two episodes in it. The second one is much better than the first one. The first one is a lot of setup uh, and episode nine, the second episode of a two hour long episode. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say though, like the last two episodes are basically two movies. Yeah. So in, in itself, you have to like, that's, that's a, that's a time commitment but it really is i mean the whole series is a time commitment every every episode ended up being like about over an hour at times not that i hate that i absolutely loved it yeah i love that but like god considering next season is the last one yeah dude we're gonna be sitting around for like a week it's just gonna be it's gonna be 24 hours of stranger things (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's literally like we're gonna have to spend an entire week not because it's like we want to just because that's how long each episode yeah, you're be binging like. a whole week worth of it and you're not stopping <laughs> <laughs> oh but um yeah yeah in answer to your question it's a tough decision but i think i would be more hyped for season two like I, the hype would still be there watching volume two it would i wouldn't be as hyped to like in preparation for it but why yeah, no, that, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I can like I can see why they did it. Like you said, because mm. seven was such a good episode. Mm. Like you, you have to have an end like that so that you come back absolutely to watch the two films that are episode eight and nine. I think I'm interested to hear what the stra- the real strategy is behind it because I think like that's one conclusion we can come to because they knew episode seven was so good that yeah. they put the break in there and that builds the hype even more. Because I remember talking to my barber at one point and <laughs> he was saying that at one point that um, his kid didn't want to go into school on the Friday. <laughs> and he was like, why do you want to go into school? It's like a sports day. He's like, oh, none of the other kids are going in. And he's like, why aren't the other kids going in? Because they're all trying to stay home and watch Stranger Things. And that is so bizarre to me that a whole bunch of kids aren't going to school because they want to watch the the fucking volume two of Stranger Things, which is like, I mean, can can you get away with that? Is that a thing you can do? I mean, no, but those kids are also kind of smart because of all the days. Yeah. It's a Friday. It's also sports day. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Friday and sports day. So it's kind of like, well. It's lower stakes. Yeah, learning anything. Literally. Yeah, because like you're not learning anything. You're going to compete against (laughs) each other for nothing. So it's kind of like, well, you know, if we don't turn up today, what like I've it's it's we live in a bizarre world that people try and skip school to watch Stranger Things. It's like it's bizarre to me, but I also like kind of vibe with it. I mean, like, I vibe with it, but yeah. you're right, because it's Netflix, so yeah. <laughs> as long as you have the subscription, you can watch it whenever. You don't have to that, watch it. That shit came out, then. like, what was it, like, four o'clock in the morning in the UK or something like that for us? I think so, yeah. I remember yeah. seeing tweets about it, like, yeah. Netflix official account on Twitter yeah. being like, it doesn't come out this time, it comes out this time, you can yeah. all go to bed. <laughs> Honestly, like, this is the one thing as well, I, like, I remember on that day, I, I was like, uh, this is like before I watched volume two because it's, it's the launch day and Netflix are doing promo of it. 
and they put up a picture of Steve and Eddie in like um, a sepia thing. So like it's like um, black and white picture. And um, like they said, see, volume two out now, dot, dot, dot. No other caption on it. No other relation. And I was so tempted to click on the comments for that. And it's day oh. it's day one, right? And like you think no one's gonna spoil this shit. I stopped oh, myself. Oh yes, they would. I stopped yes, myself kicking on that comment, and I'm so glad I did because for a fact, even after I watched that episode, like the finished volume two that night after work, I cl- I went back to that picture, clicked on the comment section, and brother, spoilers! <laughs> every people do not give a fuck. <laughs> they do not. Dude, the give internet a fuck don't. The internet literally don't. That's why. <laughs> If you care about anything and you don't want to know, you have to. That's why people block words on socials and stuff. Like yeah. every time I talk to people about some sort of franchise or something, like, oh, this thing's coming out and it's connected to all this. They're like, yeah, I just block the words. Yeah. I just block stuff on like Twitter and whatever so it doesn't come up. Mm, it's probably and the best like, way to far. do it. Like, you know, for the fact that when Marvel films come out, they always do like a little promo video with the actors saying, hey, don't spoil it for anyone that hasn't seen it. I guess movies are different, right? Because Netflix is pretty much accessible to everyone, like in your house. You have to make an effort to go out, to go to the cinema to see these movies. So it's a little bit different. All media is just, for some reason, the internet thinks it's free reign. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, you know, I guess this is mini PSA as well. Like, Mm. but just if you care, just don't. Just don't click on things, right? You're going to see... You're always going to end up seeing something you mm-hmm. don't want. Yeah. That's why when Stranger Things was coming out, I didn't click on anything. Yeah. I would just sort of quickly skim headlines that would appear on my feed. Yeah. And then that was it. If I saw words that I thought were too sketchy in the headlines, i just scroll past. Yeah. Honestly, I was not looking at the internet. the, whole, the Those two days, like that Volume 1 released... And volume two released. I was not looking at any comment section at all <laughs> in like anything. I was like, I need to just focus on watching this stuff. I'm not going to look at anything because I know how bad the <laughs> internet is, man. So bad. But See, the yeah. funny thing is the only time social media helped me was I forgot when this season, like volume one actually came out. Yeah. I happened to go on Instagram and click on your story and see you watch, like yeah. post the picture like, oh, here it is. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I quickly ran upstairs, <laughs> turned on my TV, went yeah. on Netflix and was like, Stranger Things. That's, yeah, that's it, man. I'm so, it's, I tell you what, this is the one thing about Stranger Things as well. Because I remember when season one first came out, it's like, it wasn't a big thing, obviously. They just like, it was, oh, this Netflix original series. And there was certain groups of people who were just like, hey, have you seen this thing called Stranger Things? It's really good. And it wasn't as big as it is now, obviously. So it was very yeah. low key. And then suddenly over time, season two, season three, season four, like it is absolutely one of the biggest media like franchises like in the world right now. Um, I guess franchises, well, I don't know. But um, but yeah, it's so freaking new. Like the merch you can buy for it, you go into any store now and you'll find some Stranger Things related shit. Well, but, if you don't find Stranger Things related shit, you'll see someone who's copycatting that font. Literally, mate, the fucking um, Hellfire t-shirts. Have you seen them? Like no, I haven't. Well, that's but... the thing. Like everyone's desperate to get Hellfire T-shirts, like Hellfire Club, and I think they actually sold out in Primark. Like there was like this thing, like oh, Primark have sold out of all the Hellfire T-shirts <laughs> just because like Stranger Things is that hype. 
meanwhile, Primark isn't the only place say it, selling these t-shirts. <laughs> so elsewhere, like about 20, 30 other stores have got these Hellfire t-shirts ready to go. Like Zabby's got them. Like you can go into well, like, fucking H&M at this point. I feel like they'll have them. <laughs> you'll probably be able to find that all over the place. And imagine as yeah. soon as Volume 1 dropped, all the merchandisers saw that and was like, get on that right now yeah someone print that right now <laughs> literally like i think primark's the only one that sold out because it's fucking one it's primark and two it's like the cheapest shit like oh, i want a cheap hellfire t-shirt get it from there it's probably not even cheaper than anywhere else to be honest yeah no, like oh, the quality will probably be cheaper but... <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean yeah. it's primark but i guess this is the best segue in with hellfire into the best addition to this season. Honestly, man, this this guy, he is like I think he's one of those characters that has made the season for so many people. It's fucking made his like made Joseph Quinn's career go fucking ape shit right now. <laughs> like this man is like gone from one of the least known people in the world to like probably the most talked about guy right now. <laughs> well, yeah, it's because his performance was really, like, really good, and also like. Throughout the season, Eddie is... There's so many facets of the character. Mm. You see so many different sides of him mm -hmm. that you're like, well, how do you not end up liking this character? Like, honestly, from his intro, it's just like, it starts off where you're like, oh my God, this guy's absolutely nuts. And then the more you see of him, the more it's like, okay, this guy's... Yeah, <laughs> but again, that's because like, the first time you see him, right, he's this guy who's super confident in himself mm -hmm. and he's sticking out on purpose like he's standing on the on the lunch table screaming shit at people like picking like minor fights almost mm. you know because he's like screaming shit at the jocks and he's also just making them feel weird and then like the Chrissy thing happens and he's like scared shitless and he fucking bolts Every it feels like every time you see Eddie, some there's like a new layer to him, which makes him a great character, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas like, for example, another new character, Argyle, oh, a bit yeah. one note. So he starts off great, but he gets really annoying towards the end because you're like, I know exactly <laughs> yeah. what he's about. He's just a fucking stoner. That's it. Yeah. I mean, fair play to Argyle though. I think like as a character, like he. He kind of like has a little bit of um, like he brings the comedic value into series that are more serious and that uh, like sort of tones that are more serious. I think he's he's yeah. an alright character for what it is. But no, like, he's an alright character. But like, if you compare the two, like both new characters in this season, like Argyle, you just you know you get what he's about, mm -hmm. and he doesn't change from that. Mm -hmm. So you sort of get tired of him. Whereas Eddie, like, is constantly showing you a real person he's not like a caricature of something you do see the contrast of uh, argyle and eddie when they find out about the upside down and stuff because eddie is literally like how anyone else would react if they found out this shit existed he's shit scared like yeah. if anyone like normal saw like this girl float up into the air her eyeball her eyeballs get crushed her limbs are going all contorted and stuff what, you would limbs fucking are, like, freak out the opposite way yeah like... <laughs> you'd be like what the fuck he had like a genuine reaction to that and i think like a lot of people connect to him as well because like i feel like obviously he's the outsider as well like he's not the popular yeah. kid in school he's a little bit like he <laughs> he's out there he's so like 
strange, but he, he's yeah. really relatable at the same time. He's relatable <laughs> because he knows what he likes and yeah. he doesn't care. Yeah. And I think that's because everybody wishes they could be the same. You know, yeah. like, this is what I like. I don't give a crap what you think. And then, you know, jump on the lunch table and start screaming shit at people. Yeah, and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah the character is like, I think there's like, yeah, the intro for the character and the way like his, his relationship with the other characters in the series as well is like so many good like interactions as well. For yeah. That whole thing. But yeah, man, like, which obviously brings us as well to <laughs> even oh. though he was like arguably one of the best characters in the series. I didn't want to. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. I mean, so, yeah. Oh, I didn't want to remember. No one wants to remember. Like, no one's ready to let go, right? <laughs> this is the thing. Like, you'll <laughs> find on any Stranger Things page, whether it be on TikTok, Instagram, wherever. Like, people okay, wait, are not. Wait, before you, before you yeah. say it, mm -hmm. one more time. Yeah. Spoilers. Like we said at the start of the episode, like if you if like you can't get <laughs> you can't get angry at this point. We but, have yeah. warned you. Okay, <laughs> we've warned you several times. Yeah. But spoilers. Okay, now you can continue. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's not ready to let go right now. Eddie is gone. <laughs> Eddie's dead. He got uh, and no one wanted it to happen. Everyone's like, no, like the favorite character in the whole series, the one that everyone's connected with. He dead. <laughs> they killed <Yeah>. him. <laughs> and but at least he went out in a blaze of glory. That fucking yeah, like guitar scene. Yeah. God dang. That was cool. I, that's the one thing. I remember when the trailer for Metal. Volume 2... <laughs> I remember when the uh, trailer for Volume 2 came out. Everyone was sort of like... There was that little one, like, short three-second clip yeah. of Eddie, like, playing the guitar, like, absolutely just riffing and stuff. And everyone's like, oh, my God, if... Like, he looks so epic, but if he dies, I was like, <laughs> oh, right. And then he did fucking die. <laughs> and it's just like... It is so sad. And, like... Yeah, <laughs> bro. Oh, what, mate, it's what, like what can you say? it was already sad when Dustin was there, and mm. then when Dustin has to tell his uncle, mm. oh, mate, that just yeah, that's the scene that Netflix put out yesterday on their socials where Dustin... that tore me apart, dude. Like, especially because like his uncle is like this like stoic dude, mm. you know, like, and then all of a sudden his uncle just sort of breaks down, but not completely. Mm. He just sits there quietly, like sobbing yeah and you're just like oh man it's so sad that like obviously eddie's died a hero basically but no but one else knows. no one else knows that's the saddest thing about about it because one he's such an iconic character two he's not going to be known as like the hero he's yeah. going to be known as a villain like you still see people like because obviously his uncles put up like missing pamphlets and stuff but everyone's like drawing like saying like satan worshiper all that sort of stuff and he tears that yeah. down puts a new one up and it's like <laughs> man Oh, it's so sad. But this is this is the thing that's come out from it, though. Like, obviously, I still think that it's people grieving for Eddie because they're not ready to let go of him. Now, um, what we're seeing a lot more of is theories of how Eddie can come back. And there are quite a fair few of them, to be fair. I don't know if you've seen them. I've not seen any of these. So go ahead. So the major one that I've seen that's been circulating about is the fact that... Um, well, like, so in D&D, Vecna has, um, like, an underling that he creates. It's a vampire knight called Cass. And, okay. like, so, but Cass actually turns sides and fights Vecna. And okay, I see where this is going. You see where Eddie got killed by bats. He also has a bat yep. tattoo as well. Yep, and his fucking... Yeah. 
guitar is yeah. sort of looked like bat-ish. Yeah. So what people's theory is that I I I I'm I'm like skeptical as hell about any theory for any show. I I literally see it when I I believe it when I see it. Um yeah. so, but everyone's theory right now is that Eddie can come back as Cass and fight Vecna. That's what and, and it's D&D related as well. So there's like there's these theories that he can come back for that. I'm just like uh it would be cool, but I don't know if it'll work like that, you know. It's just uh. I it could work, but I feel like then it underplays season four. Absolutely, that's the thing. Like it's it's it kind of feels like if they do bring him back, it's more like oh, we're bringing him back for the fans because the fans want him back. Because I don't think they've even finished writing season five, have they? I don't know, but I mean, like personally, I feel like if Eddie came back, it'd be like flashbacks, or like it'd be like Billy yeah. in this season. That's what I is think Vecna well, fucking yeah. with people? I don't feel like at least right now it'd be right to do that like bring him back even if it's D&D even if it relates to the franchise like I somehow I feel like it doesn't feel right because it really will underplay the emotional attachment that you had to this character and anyone who hasn't seen it before if you binge watch all the way from let's say one to five when it comes out right Mm -hmm. then you watch season four you're like oh man Eddie and then once you get to season five, you'd be like, why the fuck did I care then? Yeah. <laughs> it like, is, it'd be yeah. cool. And don't get me wrong. Like that moment he come, if he, if that was the theory, right? If that theory came out to be true and then that played out, yeah, it'd be cool. But then I feel like that's what most people feel like is like, wait a second. Then why did we care? If he was going to be there the whole time, why did we care? This is the one thing as well. Like what you were saying about binge watching from like, if you'd never seen it before. Is the thing with Hopper as well at the end of season three? It was absolutely yeah. gutting because Hopper was supposed to be dead, he he, he was like supposed to be caught up in the like, explosion, explosion, thing. yeah. Um, but obviously, <laughs> the thing is, like, the trailer came out for season four and they revealed he's alive, and so it kind of made that whole last moment redundant. And the whole bit where everyone's yeah. previous, like, um, it's cool, he's back, don't get me wrong, because he's been like, yeah, like the difference between Eddie and Hopper is that Hopper's been in the whole been in the season since the start and yeah he is, like, and he's got more like relations to all the characters yeah like just like they're apples and oranges at the end of the day with eddie and hopper because yeah. like and <laughs> this is one thing as well like um one of my friends uh was saying that like because his uh fiance is watch uh like started watching stranger things and she was like oh like hopper's dead but then she also saw a thumbnail for season like, in uh, for season four one of the episodes and she saw him in a boiler suit <laughs> in the thing. And she's like, well, he's not really dead then, is he? <laughs> he's, he comes back. And so it makes the whole season three ending redundant. If you just yeah. look at one of the thumbnails. <laughs> and see, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it, if you do that with Eddie, it's just repeating that, then you won't care. You just won't care. Cause it's like, oh. The story arc that we've had with Eddie ends, like it's, it's bittersweet, but it's, it is like emotional. It pulls at the heartstrings. That's what made you feel. And I think what works if the other characters build from that and kind of try and get revenge for all the ones that they've lost, like all like Alexi, yeah, like it like gives Billy, Dustin more of a motivation next season. Hundred percent. You want him to build from that. You don't want him to be like, oh, Eddie's back, yay, and like well, <laughs> it's like okay, fine. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. He's he's a brilliant character, but it just doesn't feel right to just bring him back. Yeah, you're right. It, it would just feel like. 
appeasing the fans. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's like Eddie, who's like, <laughs> like this, this is one thing I mentioned earlier as well, that Joseph Quinn, who plays him, has just suddenly become like the biggest guy on the internet right now. <laughs> one, because everyone's grieving Eddie, but two, they're just absolutely loving him as a person. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, like I've been watching because of season four i've been watching loads of those like random youtube videos you know like oh the cast of stranger things whatever yeah yeah. he's in like 90 percent of those videos yeah (laughs) like so on their press tour he must have just had the most packed schedule oh there's there's one video of him where um what is it he gets asked the same question four times by different journalists and the question, the question he keeps on getting asked, you know, like obviously the song that gets Max out of the Upside Down, yeah, Vecner is running up that hill, and each journalist thinks they're being unique by saying, "Oh, if you could choose a song to escape Vecna, what would yours be?" And he says, "Up and Down by the Venger Boys" in the first answer, <laughs> in the first interview, and he's like, "That's oh, a little joke." And then the second interview comes around, and they ask the same question. He's like, "Well, I've committed now. <laughs> I've, I said it to the previous guy. It's Up and Down by the Venger Boys." And like the third interview comes out, and he looks a little bit defeated. He's like, "Well, <laughs> uh, it's uh, up and down by the Venger boys." And then by the fourth one, you just see this dead look in his eyes, <laughs> where he's like, "Yeah, it's up and down by the Venger boys." <laughs> it's just it's the funniest compilation because obviously, like, I feel like um, Joseph Quinn is an actor. Like, I feel like he didn't get Instagram until Stranger Things started. And I feel like is <laughs> like he's one of those guys that he's a professional actor. He loves to do what he's doing. But any press related stuff, any like digital related stuff, <laughs> I'm sure he's just like, uh, what do oh, I do God. here? Like I'm a bit caught off guard. <laughs> and there's some bits where you can kind of tell that like he's he's probably like well sound. I've um I've listened to him on a podcast recently with James Acaster and Ed Gamble. And like he's he seems like such a sound guy actually. He's like he's so cool. But... Uh, yeah, from all the yeah. like random YouTube videos I've watched of them talking and doing stuff, like he yeah, he seems like a really nice guy. <laughs> he does always look a little bit lost. He does a little bit. I think he's it's, it's so like uh, obviously he's gone from a very low key actor to being like yeah, <laughs> literally thrown on every like plus like media. that's not something you can learn. You know, you have to you just have to experience being on like a press tour yeah because like who could ever mentally prepare for that yeah it's like going from like basically a very low-key acting script to basically being like up the top there is <laughs> mad yeah. like, you, like you said you need to adjust to that and if you're not used to it you're like jesus christ this is weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah like although saying that when uh <laughs> when we were like oh we're gonna do this episode rewatching, i was like it's low-hanging fruit but i did think like what would be the song that would take me out? Like, what would bring me back? And mm. I, I actually don't know the answer. Because, like, my favourite song, like, changes. I like to think it's Deja Vu by uh, <laughs> Dave Rogers. <laughs> some, sort of, yeah, some sort of Eurobeat. Yeah, probably. Could you imagine? Um, it's like... <laughs> Oh no, Vecna's gonna get him quick. Yeah. Put on gas, 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 gas. I'm gonna snap on I can just gas. imagine you running away from Vecna while gas, gas, gas is. <laughs> well, it'd be more appropriate if I my said my favorite Eurobeat song was "Running in the 90s. There you go. Hundred ten. Wow. There you go, boy. <laughs> that is very on the nose. <laughs> See, hey, we're low hanging fruit, boy. Um, Spotify. 
uh, actually did this thing when season when volume two launched, and that they like they had this little Stranger Things with, like so it's like your Stranger Things playlist, and it's basically a mix of your like songs mixed with a whole bunch of the songs from Stranger Things volume uh, season four, but they also had this little key thing that popped up when I opened the app, and it said this is your Vecna Escape song, so that popped up, and I was like, oh, oh. I wonder what that is. To, like I think it's just just because it's been on my shuffle loads because I added re- like added to my playlist recently. But my song, I I was like, this is not a song I'd escape from Vecna to. It was um, "Bad Habits" by Ed Sheeran, featuring oh, "Bring okay. Me the Horizon." Uh, so it's a bit more of a rocky version of the yeah. song, and I was just like, this is okay. <laughs> like I do like this song, but. It's not that level. <laughs> it's not that this would not be my Vecna escape song. Like I think based off of the previous like Spotify end of the year things. Yeah. Um I think if I had to say one just cuz it's always there. Yeah. is probably the beginning one okay rock. Oh okay, it's yeah. All, it, the last couple of years it's always been on there and I'm like I don't remember listening to that song that much, mm. but apparently I have. So you don't know my one is. that what <laughs> Mr. Brightside <laughs> <laughs> because that's that's always been my top song for the past couple of years on Spotify and I could just imagine like running away from Vector listening to Mr. Brightside <laughs> by the Killers <laughs> I'd be like oh shit go away from this but I'm also like I'm coming out of my cage and I've been doing just fine <laughs> <laughs> well it could have been worse though like could yeah. you imagine it's like well what's your number one song Something off the cheesy, cheesy <laughs> Scatman <playlist>. John. Or <laughs> 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 just like, oh, YMCA. <laughs> like, could you imagine just anything off young of man, like, the cheesy hits? Please? You're <laughs> in the upside down. I said, young man, <laughs> you gotta get out around. <laughs> just escape now. <laughs> You gotta run away from, from Vecna. Vecna. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like, at least it's like somewhat okay yeah. songs. You know? It could have been way worse. <laughs> yeah, so true. So true. <laughs> um, just uh, like, I feel like we should like wrap up our little uh, discussion here yeah. in season four. Um, uh, there's one thing I wanted to mention because uh, like you mentioned Hopper earlier. Um, and obviously yes. with the whole of season four, like it splits into four strands, right? So you've yep. got Eleven's story where she's yep. like recalling her past and stuff like that. And um, gaining her powers, yeah. And gaining the powers. And you've got uh, Mike, Will and Jonathan driving yep. around and Argyle uh, just like escaping the fucking <laughs> military and just driving around the pizza <laughs> van. Um, you've got Russia, which is Joyce and Murray uh go, yep. go save hopper and obviously you've got hawkins which is like your hellfire clubs at saving eddie and trying to like yeah. defeat vecna um i think like there's there's three good strands in that right um <laughs> my the strand that i probably dislike the most is probably the will jonathan mike one yeah because i i agree it felt very just unnecessary there. well not unnecessary but it was just i get that why it was there but it didn't feel like it needed so much focus absolutely not it's like them going to collect 11 and then they collect 11 like you, you could sum that up so quickly like is yeah, yeah. It, it was like a road trip yeah but 
one you didn't really care about. <laughs> with Eleven Strand, funny enough, like I know I said that like that was, I love the twist in episode seven where it turns out that um I think I'm yeah. about to agree with you though. But like up until that point, it was really slow. Yeah, that was dragging. That was dra then like I was I remember watching it with one of my mates and like we were just like this is this is like one of the most boring strands right now because it just feels like it's training and it's just like uh it's get it's dragging on a bit and then it, that twist came around and it all kind of clicked together so it redeems itself with that i believe um yeah the hopper murray and joyce thing was absolutely i love that strand that was so good yeah that was wicked especially you know like mm. fucking murray murray doing the karate oh. Oh, fucking mate. hell one of the best <laughs> moments like, it's so underrated in this whole season because obviously everyone's talking about eddie they're talking about all this other stuff yeah and no one talks about murray who has been doing karate lessons with teenagers and kids <laughs> right all of a sudden it actually works and Isn't he beats it? yuri in the plane i absolutely love murray as a character i think he's like one of the, he's one of those like underrated ones right now no one really talks about him that much but he's so fucking good <laughs> murray is such a great character yeah um but yeah my favorite strand from this whole uh season though like levin stuff was great but i absolutely loved the hawkins segments I yeah think i mean like it. how do you not though that's that's like the main I feel like that's the main part, yeah. Really, absolutely. it's because they're the ones actually dealing with everything that's going on, and they're trying to save their home. Not saying that no one else is, but like you know, Mike and them are just trying to get Eleven. Eleven's trying to get her powers back so that she can help everyone else. But like the rest of them are so far away from the actual like ground zero danger zone. Yeah. Meanwhile, you've got like what was it, Robin and Nancy trying to research into Vecna somehow. You've got like yeah, <laughs> and, like people trying to protect Eddie, and then you got like you've got Max like trying to make well like console everybody yeah. and like okay, Lucas trying to run away from <laughs> the like jocks <laughs> which are just yeah. turned into psychos, and it's like Jesus Christ. It's well, so... the, the thing is, right? I didn't like the jocks, and like that's mm. intentional. Oh yeah, absolutely. but like. The other guys were just way too willing to just go and bust up a bunch of shit and beat a beat bunch of people up. The whole village was, weren't it? Like they, they literally from one I mean, yeah one speech from this uh, is it Jacob or Joe? Uh, what was his name? Joe? Jason, I think. Jason, Jason, some sort of J name. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, like obviously he he's such a he's such a minor villain in the whole wider scheme of things, but he's he plays a really unlikable. Well, Dude, I tell you, the biggest really villain. Well is one of his teammates you know the guy with the like the curly hair like sort of throw with the cap oh yeah oh, God, that yeah. guy is the true true villain of that group because straight away when he's like that freak eddie did something to chris he killed her that guy was straight up ready yeah. like yeah let's fucking bust some way heads. too willing way and too like willing. yeah way too eager right and you know when lucas is like whoa whoa D D is just a game and he like faces up to him and he's like how do you know that huh you tell us how you know that and he's like ready to beat the shit out of him and you're just like you're too eager to cause a bunch of chaos you're the real villain here it is just <laughs> it's fucking bad but um yeah, like this is one thing I'll say as well, like off of what you're saying about Lucas. I think he's like season three, he felt very absent from the whole thing. Like he didn't yeah. get any story in season three. Like his sister got a lot of it. Don't get me wrong, his sister is good, but like I feel like very similar vibes to Argyle in the fact that she's very one note. 
yeah um great character but nah, not my favorite um but like Lu- lucas in this season however like has so much character development he's in- an incredibly relatable character yeah. this season as well because it's it's him trying to reinvent himself mm. and be someone he's not but then still trying to stay true to him his friends and who he really is and i feel like that's like way too relatable mm. And meanwhile, he's obviously still like caring for Max and stuff. Like he really cares about her, but like <laughs> it's it, he's done. Like I think it's the best character development he, development he's had in the whole series. Yeah, and that's good to see. Before he just felt kind of like he was just sort of there, you know, like oh things take place and all the kids have to do stuff. And Lucas is also part of the kids. Yeah, because Dustin was like the one, the funny one with Steve. Will was the one that's always missing and possessed by people. <laughs> yeah, Eleven's the superhero. Mike is like the main character, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like yeah, that that whole Hawkins strand basically was just sick. Love that. Like so many good characters in it. So much character development. And this is why I think that season four has been the best one. It del- delves more into the horror side as well. Like I feel. I don't know if you felt the same way. Yeah. But I feel like that's also because it's like they know this is the second to last. So like they're probably upping the ante and like getting a lot of stuff done because, well, you've only got one more season. Mm-hmm. Really, really excited to see what happens in this next season. I know, right? Like I, that's always the thing with Stranger Things. Like, I got into Stranger Things in season three because you and a friend were like telling me to watch this for ages. Mm-hmm. And then, so I, I binge watched all the way from one to three. And then, as soon as I finished three, I was like, when's four coming out? And that, I feel like that's always the thing with Netflix. Yeah. You binge watch it. And then you're like, so when's the next one? And they're like, yeah, but we took X amount of time to make this one. And like, yeah, but like, I just finished it. So, like, <laughs> next one, please. Yeah, soon as. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Of like another like final point um what was it obviously this is all released in one go apart from volume one and two which they split but do you prefer netflix series like or would you prefer it if they released this weekly or would you prefer the whole bulk thing i find just because that that's the way they like conditioned us to be Mm -hmm. is that netflix kind of have put themselves in a corner it was it's almost always been a binge watch thing because they used, you know, they always just drop it. Yeah. The whole thing. And they've tried to do some like weekly, like I used to watch Better Call Saul and that actually used to be weekly and I'd forget to watch it. That's because I don't think to come back to Netflix once a week. Mm. So with Netflix, I don't do anything but binge watch. Yeah. Because that's just how Netflix has always been to me. I feel that's the thing with their bigger series now. They, I feel like they, like you said, they've backed themselves into a corner. And we, like, I've come to expect if Netflix are bringing out a new series, I expect yeah. it to be in block. Exactly. In block right. If it's not all there, then you're like, ah, I'll come back when it is or whatever. But then by that point, you've forgotten that this thing came out. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you always end up just forgetting. It's like, I, with JoJo part six on Netflix. Mm-hmm. part one came out we're waiting for part two if i don't keep up with the news i'll even forget that part two was meant to come out honestly like i think this is a problem that i have i think a lot of people had with netflix's handling of jojo's i know we're going to anime right now <laughs> but <laughs> like this is the thing everyone's saying that this should have been a weekly release for jojo and not a bulk. i mean that's what they though. originally were going to do but i think they still sort of bulked under what they realized they were yeah and try to give you something to binge watch 
it's the, it's a problem from the past, isn't it? Like, but like you said, I I agree with you. Like that, I prefer this binge watching wise because like you're you're right. I will for, like when it comes to series like this, I'll forget that an episode's out on a certain day, or I'll have certain plans on a day, and like I just forget this episode's out, and then I end up doubling up on the week or the week after. Or I just end up yeah. like wait until the season's finished and then just binge watching them all anyway. And um, to be fair, yeah. something like Stranger Things. I think works better as a, a binge watch mm. because like, you can keep following the threads episode to episode. If it was week to week, chances are you're going to forget something and it'll be like you'll watch and then you'll feel like you have to rewatch because at some point something happened in a later episode, but you didn't, you watched the episodes before that, like three weeks ago. And now you're like, ah, oh, what happened there? Yeah, you're relying on recaps at that point. Yeah, yeah. You, your chances are, especially the modern day, like you might not even rewatch those episodes that you watched before. You might just end up googling it, like a wiki or something. God, I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's dangerous for me. I, I'm not a massive fan of doing that. But <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not a fan of doing that either. But you know what I mean? Like that's sort of how people would end up doing it, and then that ends up hurting Netflix in the long run because yeah. then it's like, oh, people aren't watching our stuff as much. Yeah business but yeah it's it's tough like it's, it's it's finding the right balance with that but um yeah but overall stranger things like yeah we both agree best season so far yeah absolutely easily easily <laughs> yeah so um i don't know when season five will come out it probably will be like 2025 <laughs> at this point bro but, yeah probably netflix don't even know no nah, if i mean depends like, as i said i don't think they've even started writing it yet so um like but, well, the Duffer Brothers had confirmed they'd love to do a spin-off series as well uh, with other characters. I did see something about a spin-off yeah. series. So. Yeah. Depends what characters they'd be. I think there's some great characters in there. So, Well, I mean, like, I just don't want the Duffer Brothers to uh, bite off more than they can handle, you know? They're doing they're doing live-action Death Note, so... Yeah. <laughs> one thing at a time. Exactly that. So, who, who knows what's going on? But, yeah. Um, is there anything else you have to say, Nathan? Go and watch season four. I mean, if this whole episode isn't just an advertisement for that. Yeah. But go rewatch season seriously. four. Hopefully, like, if you've watched this episode and yeah. not watched season four, I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> or like, if you haven't seen it, sorry, we just spoiled it all for you. I don't know why you listened to the whole thing anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, especially with like, all the spoiler warnings we've given. Yeah, like... <laughs> Imagine but that. You're like, just... Play if you've already seen stranger things go and watch season four or rewatch it if you haven't ever gotten to stranger things yet and for some reason you're at the end of this episode go and watch stranger things if you imagine if you've never watched stranger things before and listened to this episode you'd be like what the fuck is going on look right you can't you can't discount that someone on the internet just decided to listen to this yeah or watch you know like get into this episode for whatever reason yeah. and has never seen Stranger Things before. The world is a strange place. Everything is possible. I'm just I'm just trying to cover all the bases. I'm just imagining now there's someone that's like kind of fallen asleep listening to stuff and they've woken up randomly and they've they've never watched Stranger Things before but they somehow discovered this podcast. And they're like, who are these people? What are they talking about? What the hell is going on? Where, where does this come but from? But now I know what season four is. <laughs>
Right. Uh, and on that note, <laughs> thank you for listening, guys. Remember to check us out on all podcast platforms. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> Catch you later. Bye. Bye.